You are listening to The Vibrant Life Podcast, episode 54. The Vibrant Life. Hey you, happy Friday. I'm Emily Romrell and this is The Vibrant Life Podcast. Are you excited for Easter this weekend, peeps? (laughs) I love calling my friends and family peeps because I do think of you as my people. And I'm a 90s kid, and I'm sure my variety of slang dates me. (laughs) But full disclosure, I'm not a fan of the Easter candy peeps. But I do love Easter, and whether you celebrate the holiday or not, I hope you can get in some good family time this weekend. Uh, I'm actually spending some quality time with my grandma out on the farm in Idaho, and I'm really excited about that. It's one of my favorite places in the world, and I'm psyched. <laughs> so there's another dated Emily Sling term for you. But seriously, let's take a moment to consider who our peeps are and what they mean to us. I think perhaps the biggest blessings in our lives are the people we share life with. And whether you need a shoulder to cry on, or if you have some amazing news, those moments are meaningful because we share them with people we love. And there's a great quote that goes something like, And if I asked you to name all of the things that you love, how long would it take for you to name yourself? I couldn't find the author to attribute that saying to, so we'll file it under another amazing person throughout history, Anonymous. (laughs) Um, But let me ask you, my friends, when you are thinking of your peeps, of those people in your life that truly have your back and have your best interests at heart, did it occur to you to count yourself on the list? For most of my life, I wouldn't have put my own name down, honestly, but now I do. Um, I've learned, or I guess to be more accurate, I'm learning that in the end, it's up to each of us to be our own best friend, right? I still struggle with that a lot sometimes, but I'm working on it and I'm loving myself and I want to invite you to work on loving yourself too. That concept is just the beginning, peeps. (laughs) The title of today's podcast is Counterparts in Counterpoint. And I want to offer that you can love yourself and think of yourself as three separate people, past you, present you, and future you. It can be so helpful when you do this, and I want to share my personal take on it. Uh, I definitely didn't come up with this on my own. I'm sure I covered these ideas in counseling, and uh, I also heard it from Brooke Castillo on her podcast, which is the Life Coach School podcast, and then Jody Moore also talked about it on her podcast, which is called Better Than Happy. Uh, I put a couple of links to those in the show notes, and you should definitely check them out because I learned so much from them. And they're so good. Side note, we should all take hold of the good life and the good principles and the good lessons wherever we find them, right? I feel like my list of teachers and ideas just grows exponentially. How do you say that? Exponentially. (laughs) Uh, The more that I read, the more books I read, and the more podcasts I listen to or just in my life with people I talk to, uh, I learn so much and I love it. So counterparts in counterpoint. I'm a sucker for alliteration (laughs) and uh, 
you know, that makes me smile. But this idea really has made a difference in my life. And in order to grasp my point to the max, uh, let's define the terms uh, we're talking about, which is also something that I'm fond of. <laughs> um, so you are probably aware that a counterpart is simply someone or something that plays the same role in a different place. So within time, there are three main versions or counterparts of yourself, the past, the present, and the future you. Easy peasy. And then if you look at counterpoint, that is simply something that shows contrast to a main idea or a theme, right? All these C words, <laughs> counterpoint, counterpart, and contrast, they all relate to each other and they help us relate to life, right? So um, the word counterpoint actually is Latin based and it, the Latin is punctus contra punctum, punctum, I don't know how you say that, <laughs> but it's fun. Uh, just basically point against point. Um, and that, you can find counterpoint in all kinds of ideas and different works, but it, it's actually really special in music. In music, counterpoint is spectacular. In music theory, counterpoint happens when two or more riffs or lines of music or ideas enrich each other, but they act in, independently, right? Bach was well known for his mastery of counterpoint, Classical music, in general, uses counterpoint often, um, but it's in all kinds of music. And uh, I don't normally have background music going on in these podcast episodes. Today, however, I'm playing a part of Mozart's Jupiter Symphony, number 41, which is a great example of counterpoint. And also, I love space, so there's that. <laughs> but my whole thing is... That when you look at your past self and your future self, they are counterparts to who you are now, and you can allow them to enrich your life. But please hear me on this. A counterpoint is not the main attraction. Every well-developed thing has a main subject, and there's always the main melody in music. And your present self is the main character of your story. I think that most of the problems we cause ourselves come from making one of our counterparts, whether it's our past or our future, the main character, when really they're only sidekicks. You are Harry Potter, my friend, and the past and the present are your Ron and Hermione. But sidekicks are awesome, so let's take a look at past you. In Harry Potter, Ron has plenty of flaws. <laughs> he can be insensitive and judgmental, He's not always the brightest crayon in the box, and he gets jealous easily. But Ron is a tremendous friend. You won't find anyone more loyal to Harry, and without Ron, Harry wouldn't be successful in his quest to defeat Voldemort. Similarly, you might be tempted to only look at the flaws in your past self. We're all hopelessly flawed. I love saying that. I think I've already mentioned it on this podcast before that Joe says that in Little Women, the movie with Winona Ryder. I love that so much, but we're all hopelessly flawed, but maybe you should give your past self some more credit. All of your experience has made you into the wonderful person that you are right now. And you may have stumbled a bit, but you're still standing here. So don't shrug off all the good memories. 
There were some pretty great times you shared with your past self. You laughed and dreamed and cried and danced, and all of that is so important, and it makes you who you are now. Moving on, let's consider future you. Again in Harry Potter, what is Hermione known for? Throughout the series, she's repeatedly said to be the brightest witch of her age. Hermione is smart, and she's smart in her choices. She sets Harry up for success time after time, and whether that's simply helping him practice magic, and she's the one that actually helps him learn how to to, uh, summon his firebolt in the Triwizard Tournament, or she brings an extendable bag along so that she can hold all of the gear, or she just provides so many insights from all of the books that she reads, right? Where she sets up wards in Book 7, and spells that are advanced magic that help them so much. Hermione is always prepared for the future. So are you setting future you up for success? Do you eat right now so you are healthier later? I mean, these are important questions to ponder. Obviously, still, we are, again, hopelessly flawed. (laughs) Um, And we're going to continue to make mistakes. And we can't live in fear of making mistakes. We're going to do it no matter what. But by choosing to be more mindful, we can avoid a lot of heartache. And we can look forward to the future with anticipation. And that's another joy that we have in life, looking forward to things and having faith in the future. And we can be the friend now that we know that we're going to need later. Time is a weird thing, peeps, and our minds have an amazing ability to travel back and forth through time. Everything eventually boils down to our thoughts, right? Sometimes our thoughts are in the past, we find ourselves traveling through the memories of what has been, and other times our thoughts are in the future and our minds are full of what's coming. And it's good to hang out with those counterparts of ourselves once in a while. It's critical that we do that, actually. But you are Harry Potter, and this you right now is who counts the most. Today is all you have in the end, so live for today. Enjoy this moment and whatever that holds. So laugh with those other peeps that you thought of in the beginning, those people that you love. Eat healthy, but eat something delicious and enjoy it. Dance to your favorite song. If it's a tough moment, at least try to try to appreciate the experience that you're having and know that that can give you wisdom for the future, right? Make the most of the time you've got because that time is now. I hope you have a fabulous week, my friends. I hope you can enjoy getting to know those counterparts that play a counterpoint to you in your life and uh, take care and live a vibrant life. I'll see you next time.